How's it going, Evan? It's going pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. We are back, and we're in my apartment, so... Yes, it's exceptionally warm outside. I'm I'm glad that we're indoors. There's a fan on, so hopefully that doesn't pick up. Woo! Uh, there's lots of cars outside. Yeah, it'll be fine. The street cleaner came by yesterday, so it shouldn't come by should, in the middle of this podcast. We shouldn't have the bum, 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 just over and over again. Slightly what I live next to. Yeah, well, uh, some of us can't be blessed with the good neighborhoods like me. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we are uh, back for episode 12. Of, I think, yeah. Yeah, EDH Wrecked. Um, I actually had trouble with this one because I have all the like notes and stuff, and I really didn't think we were on twelve. I was like going through eleven. I was like, "What's going on?" Uh, eleven was our last episode. Evan. Yeah, I've just sort of like blacked out or something <laughs> since then. You weren't even drinking. I will point out though that for the first time in quite a few episodes, we are both drinking. Yeah, I know. Usually, I forget beer, but uh, Brian got me some amazing Rolling Rock. As I am drinking a Deception Bay. And for those of you who want to dox us, I'm sure you can go and look to see where this type of beer is made. I was thinking that when we talk about our beer, it's going to get way more obvious where we live. Because they're all like weird local beers. Well, we've already mentioned like neighboring areas. Oh, yeah. So we've someone basically, will pinpoint it down eventually. We've basically um, said where we live. But, uh, yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about uh, Commander 2019. Yeah, because it the full set is about to come out. Spoiled. pre order this weekend. It's been spoiled for a while. We just didn't bother to talk about it last week. It's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, we're also, we got a couple emails that we're going to go over. Yeah, uh, we got actual factual emails and not just like people we know bothering us on the street. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, you know just who like, you guys are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you fuckers. Um, uh, we got an email from someone asking them to go over a deck list and help them out. So, so we, we'll talk about that. We're going to go over that. And then we got an email, I guess, supporting us and then asking a question about, well, it's relevant to... Yeah. To how we play and how, uh, yeah. <laughs> a couple so, things we've encountered. So some we'll talk issues about with the too. player and we'll talk about how we went over it. We'll 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 go over the question uh, and then talk about how we would handle this situation uh, from each other's perspective. Yeah. Obviously, again, the same way that I'm a little bit more ruthless in magic than Evan, mm. probably a little bit more ruthless as a person than Evan. What so. do you mean probably? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you in your personal life, man. <laughs> Stone cold killer. <laughs> Just Doc Holiday of the Magic World. I don't yeah. got a problem with you, Doc. <laughs> I'm sure that's a wrestling reference. I don't guess. Tombstone, man. The movie. No, I haven't seen Tombstone. Ooh, I, I know. I don't even I know, know what to I do know. with you right now. Like, you haven't seen Tombstone? <laughs> oh, this is a whole other podcast. <laughs> uh, Commander 2019, though. Big deal. What does it have to do Big with Tombstone, deal. though? I'm just jumping ahead. We're <laughs> sure. segueing here in the wrong way. Uh, yeah, uh... I think I asked you this a couple ones ago about buying the decks, and mm. I hadn't bothered. I debated the tribal ones; it was pretty good. But last year was I found last year lackluster. I still only own one card from all of the commander. I bought. I have uh, a nesting dragon. I, I struggle to think of the other one. That's just a really good card. I bought the uh, the one of the enchantment guys. I can't remember which one. It's not the. It's not the three mana plus one plus one for each enchantment. Is it bestow? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I bought that. That's the soul card. I traded for it. I didn't even buy it. I wouldn't even purchase <laughs> just it. just took uh, it for the hell of it? Yeah. In case. <laughs> you know. But uh, I I really found that last. Like, I know we see a lot of wing graces nowadays. Like, there's a wind lot grace of quite wing graces. Wind popular. I think we have three or four um, in our scene, at least. Yeah. The, the Fate Spinner is popular, too. You see the Commanders... Like yeah, the Planeswalkers, because yeah, yeah. people like the Planeswalkers. Well, last but, night, actually, there was a guy with the... How uh, many do we see? There was a guy playing in the tournament with the uh, the enchantment 
Granted. Plague the Enchantment one's seen a lot. Uh, Shalai? No, it's not Shalai. Whatever. Uh, no, no, no. The, the Artifact one. Oh, uh... I'm just saying other cards with those names that are Who was the commander for that? The one that one of the versions got banned in standard. Oh, it's Sahili, right? Is it Sahili, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that one you never see. You well, see no, because everyone clad occasionally <laughs> when people want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the Artifact one was, like, the biggest dud last year. Yeah. Like... For a for a deck that should have been the best because it was only two colors, so it was streamlined and a very popular, uh, very popular type artifacts yeah, like artifacts in Mizix like in is it colors? It's like why? Yeah, it should be a slam dunk. Why did you nobody, ruin this? How did you wreck it? it? How did Jund become the biggest winner? I think it was just because Planeswalker Jund lands was something that didn't exist. Yeah, and like enchantment based only existed as the old Daxos. So like there was a yeah. need for it. It was stacks was old enchantment decks. This was like yeah. the first offensive enchantment. And then for real top deck. Well, Earl isn't. I guess a oh yeah, I guess it's an Earl one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then based. the top deck matters was something new, but like maybe just is it just didn't bring anything new. I don't think it did. Well, Brutaclad was it. And whenever yeah. you see Is It now from that set, it's always Brutaclad. Sahili's in the ninety nine. Yeah. It's always Brutaclad. And there's the 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 Urza's assistant or whatever that nobody. No, plays. I've never even seen that <laughs> in a never, deck. I've never physically seen the card. <laughs> Let alone in a deck. Burn it. They bought it. They're just like fuck this. I haven't seen it in a binder. I haven't seen it even <laughs> show it. I haven't seen it in the ninety nine. It just people doesn't. People don't put it in their traders. They're just no. we're done with this. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but this one looks. This one looks a lot better, and there's mm. new cards, and we're not going to talk about the reprints, except no. the one you want to talk about, I think. I do want to talk, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, it's not that special a card, he's just excited for it. But uh, new ones, do you want to start? Sure. Um, so there was, a, they added a new one, obviously they added multiple new ones to every color, they added a few new artifacts, they added, obviously there's a, sh- a crap ton of generals. I don't know why I changed it from shit ton to crap ton right there. I don't know. I, I like that they myself. sort of spread out some of the like staple reprints. Like Greaves is in one, and Solemn's in another. But, like, yes. They couldn't. They but couldn't Solemn's, put them all in the same one. Solemn's but. been in every commander set since like 2014. I don't think it was in last year's though. Uh, yeah, it, it was one of them. Yeah. It was the only value. I actually there. looked it up on on uh, Gatherer because I was I was like Solemn. When was the last time I saw? And then it turns out it's in pretty much oh. every commander set. Uh, sure. <laughs> one of the big ones I want to start with, I guess. We're let's start. Let's we'll do the generals last. Sure. We'll start with we'll the, go through the, the colors apparently because I think Brian has notes. I do have notes, which is new. It's just, last you don't. week you talked. You don't. About, no, I sort of half-assed this whole thing. Like I have some notes, but not many. <sighs> Unbelievable <laughs> that I'm turning into the responsible one here. Uh, and so I'm drinking. This is just a this, wash already. <laughs> dogs are playing with cats. And, Babies are bathing parents. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, with the first card I want to talk about, let's talk about white. So there are three big cards I want to talk about in white from the new one. Uh, yep. The first will be the Cliffside Rescuer. Yeah, I thought this one was cool. 2-2 uh, for 2 with Vigilance, so it's a it's essentially a bear. Uh, you can tap yep. it, sacrifice Cliffside Rescuer. Target permanent you control gains protection from each of your opponents until end of turn. Yeah, it's like a single-use mom yes. Mother Ruins, but different. But it shuts down your opponents. Yeah, it's not protection from a color. It's just like, hey, your opponent can't target your creature, which yeah. basically gives it pro-everything, practically. Yeah. I it, I think the big play here is going to be you're going to see it in uh, in Voltron decks mm. uh, to power through a general for lethal. Or to power through a creature for lethal. 
Yeah, so, you know, yeah like, protection uh, from opponent is like true name nemesis. Like they can't yes, block you or can't anything. Do anything. None of their things can totally affect you. Yeah. It can't yeah. be blocked, targeted, dealt damage, enchanted, or equipped by anything controlled by those players. Yeah, so like if you can recur that card, I guess people have talked about how like the downside is it doesn't have haste, and white doesn't really have haste. But I mean, once you get on, it's the same thing with Mother of Ruins. Like most people are like, I have one turn before I don't know how to get rid of your creature. This will be the same thing. It'll be like, I have one turn before I, I don't know that thing with double yeah. strike just kills me or. Every attempt I make to get rid of it yeah. will just go away, like, and then it will kill me. I can tell you right now, I have a, I have a, uh, an angel tribal deck. This might make it into just make Gisela lethal someone. Yeah, so Gisela doing oh, double yeah. damage and too now many has blockers. Protection. Tough shit. You're <laughs> dead, son. The other thing about it too is that if you run it in a Boros or a red white colors, that you can also trigger this and use aggravated assault. Uh, yeah, get the extra combat. You know, seize steps. the day and then kill multiple players with the same. Yeah, because it's not just. Target opponent. It's just all opponents. All opponents uh, until in the turn. Yeah. So it's not just until the, <laughs> you know, just there. Yeah. It's you, you can take as many combats as you need to. Like, I would put this uh, in Najila. And I would just be like, whatever yeah, my biggest sure. swinger is has pro, and I'm just going to take all the attack steps and kill you yeah. uh, over and over again. But who knows? It's going to be, I think it's going to be a very abusable But card. it's a soldier, not a warrior, so I would play it in. Yeah, no, I uh, I think that one's good. Uh, next to it, the Commander's Insignia, I think, is pretty cool. I think I it's like a cool card. doing this. Actually, I have the, the copy one from last year, too. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, the, the Commander's Storm or whatever. Yeah, I have that card. Um, this one's sort of the same idea, where it's an Anthem bigger. Um, you know, like, you play it. I, I think the Hound of Conda, you should have it just because you're probably yeah, recasting yeah. that a lot. Like, if you have a commander that's a low drop that's probably going to die three times, plus three plus three gets pretty big. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a reason why things like uh, collective, what is it, collected, I can't remember the exact title. No it's a plus three plus three enchantment. All your creatures get plus three plus three. Oh, okay, yeah. Collective Blessing. Sure. Uh, it's a six drop card. Yeah, this is a four. This is a four drop. It says, so for those of you, we didn't actually read the card. Commander's Insignia is a white enchantment, two and two white. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one for each time you've cast your commander from the command zone this game. So the yeah. trick is, though, that it is cast your commander from the command zone. So if you, the ba- commander bounces, sure. you don't get that trigger. Um, oh, no. But I mean, <laughs> from the first time you cast it, I'd yeah, say yeah. from the second time you cast it, you're, you're at value. At yes. Point. Like, once you That's... get the plus two, plus two... You're pretty much for four, giving all your creatures plus two, plus two is a good value in my books. Yeah, and there's, I don't know exactly, like, Mono White's probably not the best for it because Mono White struggles to get through, but there's got to be a bunch of decks that with a low cost, like, good oh. general who tends to die that yeah. just gets big. You know, I would probably I would probably run that in, like, a Zergo-style deck where it's just, like, your guy's going to die. I know he's a five drop, but, like, yeah. he's going to come back over and over again because yeah, that's what he does. A little bit bigger every and time. Every time. He's pushing closer <laughs> to just lethaling you. Yeah. Um, or uh, copy enchantment would be really good. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah. Um, and but the, then you're, you're uh, the, the what's the the clever impersonator they reprinted and he's like less than half price now, so people should scoop that card up. Clever impersonator is like four bucks because it got reprinted. Clever impersonator got reprinted in this. Yeah, I didn't even see it. It's pretty cool, but like terrible. Like that's just <laughs> that's, that's a great a, card. It's a, an exceptional card for four dollars. Yeah, you can buy them all. <laughs> Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, I bought I two foils, that, like, and I hate myself for knowing that. It's like my Seedborn Muses I want to get rid well, of because I don't like it, and it keeps getting reprinted, so the price keeps bottoming up, yeah. and just as it creeps up to sort of like 10 12 bucks, it gets reprinted and goes back down to yeah. 5 and it's like, God I it. think Seedborn's at the point where like 8 
years ago, like five years ago, whenever it originally got printed, I don't know, probably even a decade ago, it was an exceptional card. Yeah. Uh, and then it became a very good card, and now it's to the point where it's like a, a good, good card, but it's it's no longer top of the green heap, you know? No, and I find it makes you a target, because everyone just hates you the moment you play it, because now you can do whatever. Yeah, so it's a target. I don't play it, because you, you put a big bullseye and just say, I'm a big tryhard, come and kill me. I don't even run it in mono green, because <laughs> you don't have enough responses to deal with exactly. what's about to come to you. Yeah. If it, like In my Simic decks or anything that runs the blue, yeah, I'll run it, because I'll untap it for counter spells or whatever. Sure. You can threaten. Uh, yeah. But yeah, mono green, I don't even put it in the <laughs> deck. There's no point. No, so it's, I've got two sitting around. All right. The next one. card is a Mandate of Peace, which is a one and a white instant. Cast a spell only during combat. Your opponents can't cast spells this combat. End the combat phase. It's actually, uh, can't cast spells this turn. This turn, sorry. And then end the combat End the combat phase. phase. So uh, yeah, we were discussing just before we recorded that you thought it was like sort of a weaker Teferi's Protection. Yeah, which, it's like a... Which is necessary, because that card was... Kind of broke. <laughs> kind, kind of ridiculous. Mistake. It was. It, it's. It's on the. For me, Teferi's protection anyway was on the same realm as like Cyclonic Rift, like a card that never should have appeared. Tired. Yeah. But now you have to have it. Mm. Your opponents not only like they not only worry about it, they expect it. Like when someone plays blue, they're like, you "He has rift, seven right? up." Yeah. So Rift is about to happen. Or when you're playing white, they're like, "He has three up." So in the back of your head, there's always. He's going to Teferi's Protection if I try to kill him. Yeah. Even if you don't even own one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. People are just like, you're about, so to, you're, about to, you're about to protect Yeah, so this one's a little bit more fair. I think uh, it's still really good because um, they can't cast spells and then you end the combat. So, you know, like, uh, Crater Hoof just completely shuts off. Um, and while any of those green ETBs... Crater Some people hoof. will, like, swing with stuff and then Cyclonic Rift to get rid yeah. of all the blockers, and that'll yeah. just stop all that. Just shuts it down. Um, there's lots of times, like, sure, it can only be done during combat, so it can't be abused like Teferi's Protection can. So you can't use it against, you know, Black, <clears throat> but black, you always, black Rift, as we call it. The thing uh, is, everyone, you, you always, go to, fire, fire, you always go to combat. Yeah. So at some point, you can't ever stop. This card can't stop their first main phase, but it can always no. stop their second. So they combo in the first main phase, sure, but against... Whatever Any else. aggro deck, this shuts it down for that yeah. turn. And I'd like to point out that it costs two, which means that you can just slap it on an Isochron Scepter whenever <laughs> sure, you want. Sure, yes. And then every turn, shut down your opponent's uh, combat phase. Yeah, that'd be... Uh, get get a Seaboard Muse in that deck, too. Oh, and then, you, then you shut down everybody. Well, you got to untap the Isochron, <laughs> so you got to get a little harder there. But that, that I'll key. Seaborn untaps everything. Oh, see, I don't even know what the card does. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Lance, but everything. All right, what's your, I think, last mono white one? Uh, the last mono white, Song of the World Soul, which is just a personal choice for me, uh, because I don't even think it's that crazy of a card, but I think it's just fun. It's a six-drop enchantment, four and two white. Uh, whenever you cast a spell, populate. I like that it looks like a ley line, like the rejected image. Yes. Like, this is the card that, they, since they just reprinted ley line of sanctity, that yeah. this was like, oh, well, we were going to make this Or like, line. Wrath of God. This is yeah. something that should blow shit up, but instead it just... Creates one token. Yep. Uh, Populate's pretty fun. You need a token to trigger it. So it's not busted. So, yeah, it's not broken. You just copy Crater Hoof or if you, copy whatever. Yeah, you can abuse it if you've got the right board state. Yes. You need the token to do it, though. It's in white, which means that you can't abuse it with Brutaclad uh, unless she's in the 99, at which point you just kill that bitch. Um, <laughs> but I just think it's a really good card for its, uh, its value. Yeah, no. For six mana. That's a fun card, too. It's not going to force anyone to crush you, 
No. Uh, and I think you're going to get away with a lot of shit that you probably shouldn't with this character. Sure. Uh, I always think, like, Bramble Sovereign is the one that breaks Populate. Or even, like, yeah. mimic that. Like, the things that allow you to make token copies of things you weren't supposed to. Which is why the new Populate deck's interesting, because Red can do it. Yeah. Uh, and then you can just populate all these insane cards you weren't supposed dragons. to ever have as tokens. And if you've got one of those, and then every time you cast a spell, it's like, how many Scourge of the Thrones do I want? Yeah, <laughs> you cast that one drop instant that populates, and then you populate again. And then if you have doubling season out, you actually have four yeah. copies of those. Actually, the other night I faced a deck that copied the uh, <clears throat> the dragon that, when it attacks, you create a 6-6 six, six token for every dragon that right, attacks. the hell kite. So the guy just populated the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, sure. It took a very timely Wrath of God for me to win yeah. that game. Yeah. So we'll move on to blue... Yeah, so there's a couple cards, I guess, uh, you don't even have a list here, but anyway, you'll find it eventually. Look, look. Blue is the next, but then clearly you're out of order here. Um, I'll talk about two, which was the uh, Leadership Vacuum, which I think is a card everyone needs to get, but I also hate the card immensely. <laughs> I hate the idea that this became a card. Yes. So that this is, this is now going to be, I don't know if it'll be a blue staple, but it's going to be a blue card that you will face. Yeah, so I also hate that they just put them in blue. It's like, what What does, you know, uh, this thing's indestructible, this thing... Here's my whatever. problem. Wh why doesn't blue just have the best of everything? And now it has the best commander removal so, for some reason. Leadership Vacuum is a 3-drop, is a 2 and a blue. Target player returns each commander they control from the battlefield to the command zone, draw a card. The problem with this card for me is that it's target player, yes. not target opponent. It allows you... Shooter, you can bounce yourself. Is that well? It's blue, so you can bounce Maelstrom Wanderer. You can bounce any of your. You want to save your own general? Bounce him back to the command zone. My problem is that sure Voltron with like hexproof is irritating, though. Like a board wipe will get rid of it, and even indestructible. But exile will get rid of it. This doesn't target the creature. No. So it just bypasses Voltron's big strategy, which is make it so you can't target the target creature. Target the creature, yeah. So. There's, like, nothing you can do. It just trumps Voltron, like, constantly. And Voltron's already debatably not an amazing strategy. It's it's hard to pull off against three people. So why print a card that just, like, hoses it entirely? In the rock, paper, scissors of magic, Voltron is like the mushroom. Sure. Where it's like, it will win. Yeah. But it doesn't counter any one effect, you know? No. Like, in the combo versus the aggro versus the... You know, when you're looking at all the different ways you can win a magic game, either by going wide going tall, or, yeah. like, comboing out. Like, just Voltroning your general is actually the bottom of the list in my mind because you have to get your general out, keep it alive, equip it, enchant it, yeah, and then swing for lethal on everyone. Yeah, you sort of have to play politically, and you, you can usually kill one player really easily. Yeah. So, like, the combo player is screwed because the, yeah. uh, the Voltron's just going to kill them first. But then to actually get through the other two is tough if everyone turns on you. Yeah. So... And then it, this card draws a card just as, I don't know, just uh, they didn't think another it was slap useful enough. The, another slap uh, in the face. For yeah, to, to just let it return one player's, and it's every commander they control, so if you it's have someone who steals commanders yes. and partners, it bounces all that shit back too. Yeah. So it I wrecks know why it everyone's deck. Target, target, like, commander. It should just say... Like, the target player is the problem with the It card. should just say return each commander. Sure. That would be, in my mind, that would be a more equal card where for yeah, three and draw a card, return each commander in play to the command zone. 
that it doesn't target, but at least you hit everything. But yeah. this just seems it, ridiculously strong. It seems like they're trying to get rid of, uh, like you said, the the whole Voltron style. I feel like even it's, though it's not an overpowered style, <laughs> I feel like its intent is to get rid of like combos. Yeah, because it's like it can you hit both partners? Like, is there like I feel like there's some way to be like, well, we'll just bounce whatever this Riku, would, whatever is causing the problem. But what it, I think it's better against other strategies. Like, is the like a year ago, before Paradox Engine was banned, this would have been a really fine. I feel like you know, uh, fringe CD CEDH play to yeah. like get rid of that sisse that's causing you problems, or get rid of that circu that's giving you issues. Sure, like. Something yeah. that's just like I think that's its intent. Screwing your day, <laughs> and then they do this, and it's like, oh well, but we got rid of all those problems. <laughs> yeah. But here's a card that's still gonna fuck all of the casual players. Yeah, <clears throat> it, it's just like, like there's how many? There's not. There's like three, four cards that give you hexproof that could stop this. Yeah. And my problem is that the only actual real counter for this is a counter spell. Yes. Which means the only counter for blue is more blue. <clears throat> yeah, which as we know is the slowest way to play commander. Oh, just God. drags yeah. on forever. Rips everything. I just, I, I just get annoyed that blue keeps getting all these cards. So to talk about another blue card that I mean you have to play, but is utterly busted, is the uh, sudden substitution. substitution. I didn't even put this in my notes because I hate this card already. It's so. But again, it's the like, why don't we just give blue all the best cards? Yeah, and that's what it follows. So this is the four drop. Two blue and two uh, split second. Um, it's split second, which is the big problem. You exchange control of target non-creature spell and target creature, and then the person who now controls the non-creature spell gets to choose new targets. So obviously you use this against Rift. Sure. Um, and you use it against uh, like Torment of Hellfire and Exsanguinate and all those big ones. But like the fact that it's... Uh, the fact that it's split second means just you just... I mean, losing to Torment of Hellfire sucks, but I don't know if this is better. No, it's all it's doing is just changing who gets to yeah, so win with that shitty card. If all it wasn't split second again, you could then respond with counter spells because. But it would be spell. better but now. It's just ridiculous. This would be a better card if you could respond. The fact that they gave this split second, I would almost be better if Leadership Vacuum had split second because it's an effect that like this effect. Fucks everything. It just steals the win. From yeah, someone. that's leadership, its only real goal. Leadership vacuum. Yeah, it slows everyone down. But that would be a better split second card in my mind because then yeah. it's like, okay, I know what's just happened, and now I move forward. Sure. But this a split second is like anything could fucking happen here. Like yeah, and this would like Narset's reversal is gross because you steal something like that as well. But in all fairness, it's the same as just copying it. Yeah, but you can still respond to those. No, totally. This one was just like, what if? You just couldn't respond, and I'm yeah. just going to steal the win from you. What him. if you could only use mana abilities? <laughs> what if? Um, so it's it's gross. Uh, I guess you have to have a creature, but like that's not that difficult. I mean, but I mean, to be honest, blue has the best cards of this. I mean, the next one I want to talk about, Mass Diminish. Two-drop sorcery, it's essentially uh, it's a full-turn humility. On one player. Oh, see, I just thought that was the same as like the everything turns to a frog. I didn't realize it was till your next until turn. Until your next which turn. Which explains why people have been talking about how this is such a good card, and I thought it's basically just flashback on a card no, most people don't know. No, play. it's way better. So okay. it's a two drop sorcery. It's the only thing that saves it is a sorcery. Yes. Until your next turn, creatures target player controls have a base power of toughness 1 1. 
But it doesn't get rid of their abilities. It does not. But it just makes them So they really keep crappy. them, and it only base powers them, so mm-hmm. if they have any boost on top of that. But still, this is a vicious card. Yeah, because uh, everyone can just then go crush that player, because they have yeah. basically no block. Because they're not going to block if they've got like an 8-8 trampler that became a 1-1. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be like, well, I'll just block and have it die. They're going to yeah. try to save all their creatures for when they're better. So like the general that we're going to talk about later on, like the... the the Rata, this is going to be a crushing card against something sure. like that, where you're just like, oh, you're in green and red with no way to actually pump any of your creatures except what the fuck's happening. Yeah. All your creatures are 1-1s. One Again, you're instant dead. speed. See, this other one with the frog is instant speed. So then when someone attacks you, you're just like, frogs oh, they're all 1-1s. One one uh, block them all. No, there's one that does it to all of them. Well, there's... There's turn to a frog. I know because I have it in a There's deck. sudden spoiling, which turns them all 0-2 with split second. There's one that makes them 1-1s. One Every I can go creature find as instant? It. There's I'm humble. pretty sure. There's it could be a sorcery, and I just yeah. forget. Yeah, I think it's a sorcery. It's in a death that's just slightly out of my. And reach. I think it's. I think it's uh, until end of turn. This is until it is until end of turn. Yeah, that's that's the big one. So I think that's gonna be a huge card. And then the last blue card that I kind of want to talk about uh, is well, Wall of Stolen Identity. <laughs> card's hilarious. Which I think is hilarious. Like I think it's one of the best cards they've made. It's a four drop, three and a blue, zero zero. You may have Wall of Stolen Identity enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except it's a wall, in addition to its other types, and has Defender. When you do tap the copied creature, and it doesn't untap during its controllers on tap step until this wall leaves play. Yeah, it's a good way to like just mess up someone's commander, or whatever creature. And it gets it around taps. Hexproof, because it comes into play as a copy. So you just tap down something that's bothering you, and it doesn't then, untap. As we've been complaining about sort of Blue things. The advantage of this is it's just a creature. Creature removal is easy. If you can't remove a creature, your deck's built wrong, basically. Yes. So this is fair to be like, I'll just tap down your commander so it can't swing, uh, or it's got some activability you can't do it anymore. Whatever. They just have to blow up one creature. So it's, which they should be able to do eventually. <laughs> but like, it, it's a good way to really just throw a wrench into people's plans and get a copy of their creature at the same yeah. time. Well, for at least a turn, if it's something that has some sort of trigger ability or something that has a uh, something that'll trigger for you, it's a good way to just steal something for a turn. It's gonna be like Tree of Perdition. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll trade. tap that down so you can't use it, and then I'll have it. <laughs> I'll have it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head because every time I play it in Mogus, someone tries to kill it before it comes out. Shitty card. Can't let it tap. No, you got to kill it in one turn. Uh, Moving on to Black. Black's boring. It has some really good cards in it, though. Well, Bone Miser is cool because it's waste not on a creature, which is just good because it allows discard decks to have a duplicate. True. Redundancy. There was actually only th- uh, three black creatures. I told you it was black boring. cards. It's a very boring <laughs> amount. But uh, the uh, the two that I want to talk about are the the. Uh, oh no, I had more than that. Oh, uh, well, we're not even going to talk about one of them. No, not till later. There's three cards I want to talk about. Bone Miser being the first one. Bone Miser is waste not on a stick for yourself. Yeah. Uh, whenever you discard a creature card, create a two two black zombie. It's a four four zombie for five. Uh, whenever you discard a land card, add two black, and whenever you discard a non-creature, non-land card, draw a card. So it's essentially waste not just for you. Yeah. It's gonna be good, I think, in, uh, Nekazar, first and foremost. If you're gonna build a popular commander, this is a, actually the two cards that I want to talk about in a row are definitely Nekazar cards. Yeah. But Bone Miser is a Nekazar, uh, also the Verena. Verena being the the uh, Esper zombie. Oh yeah, you attack you zombie, discard, draw a discard. Right? Yeah, so it's gonna be pretty huge in her. You will see that in every that's true uh, 
uh, Verena deck. Uh, it's it's a monster in that. And then the other card that I want to talk about that will go in every Necrozar deck is Curse of Fool's Wisdom. It's a curse. Yes. Yeah, you like your curses. Six drop, four and two black, enchant player. Whenever enchanted player draws a card, they lose two life and you gain two life. Yeah, so it's really good for uh, just... It also has madness Screw four. over one player. And it's like, yes. wheel, die. You take <laughs> 14, I gain 14. Did I have a Sanguine Bond out? I meant you lose 28. Yeah, did I have Necrozar You lose... Yeah, it's... Um, you lose the game. <laughs> yeah. It's a monster card. It is a six It's also drop. good to play on just someone who you know has a deck that draws a lot. Yeah, well, we just know... Just because it'll stop them entirely. We play against a Necrozar uh, Niv Mizzet deck that will literally draw its deck three or four times over before it ends. So this right here will just stop them from drawing yeah. until they can get rid of it. Now it's again, six drops, so it's expensive. It's only on one player, but it's an enchantment, so it's tougher. It's tougher to get rid of. Get rid of a lot of colors, unless you play <gasps> your next black card, Fire and Misery, Sorcery for two, one in black. Each player sacks creature or enchantment. Black has enchantment removal. This sort of, in my mind, this is, is it now a game a black changer. Staple. Is it like everything in Magic to this moment is like? Phase one, and yeah, maybe this is not. Phase maybe two, not. but magic. it's getting there. It's getting. There. It's definitely. I feel for two, it is a staple for black. Like you should find room for this solely on yeah, the off at chance. Yeah, worse, you make someone sack a creature. Yeah. for two, which at isn't its best terrible. though. You damnation, do that, and they get rid of one of their shitty enchantments. Yeah, like. you just target the person who is. Yeah, just blow up their it's creatures. It's easy to do yeah. in black. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. has to do it. So. Yep. And it's a two-drop. If it was, like, four, you'd be like, ah. Because you know what the first enchantment every blue player is going to blow up? Ristic Study, which is a great deal. Like, if you wipe <laughs> the board and then do that when they have Ristic Study and anything yeah, else out. I guess the thing is the opponent can choose, but, like, most people only have one or two enchantments yeah. out. And if you're playing Commander, there's no crappy enchantment that's there's been no, played. No one's running a garbage enchantment. <laughs> no. Like, they're just going to... Wait, wait, wait. What was the one you played yesterday? Liege of Oaths? Oh, Oath of Legions. Oath of Legions? Yeah, okay. Uh, sort that of. slowed the game down <laughs> so much. I had so many triggers on my upkeep. You were it. the worst. Uh, but that... <laughs> the worst. But that's the black that I wanted to visit. I mean, I, you were right. There's not too much fun shit in here. Gift There's of nothing. Doom's kind of cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, the Thieving Amalgam's kind of cool. But the Big Demon's kind of cool. That big guy, he's a 6-6 six, six for 7... Whenever he deals damage, you sack permanence. It's technically obliterator, but worse. But worse. And that's the problem, is that he's technically that, (laughs) but he's kind of worse. I believe red's next on your list. Red is next. The the new hotness in red right now is the Dockside Extortionist. Um, I like this card because... You want to tell it to cast cost? Oh, sure. It's a (laughs) two-drop goblin pirate. One, two. Who cares? It's ability is the only thing. Uh, When enters the battlefield, create X treasure tokens where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control. Um, so some people talk about how that's like that's insane. It is pretty crazy. Everyone ramps out and everything. But what I like about it is, red should be super powerful but completely inconsistent. Yeah, and that's how this card runs. In theory, you can have it in hand, and no one plays any artifacts enchantment. At which point, it is absolutely useless. Yeah, but at other times, people could ramp out, and you're just back in the game. Um, so like, I mean, if you're playing mono red, you, this card is great. My biggest um, concern with this card is that it's a two drop that you won't play till like turn eight. That's the question: is every time will you be like, oh, next turn? Yeah. Oh. I mean, if you're playing Revel and Riches, this should be in your deck. It's a, it's you a just timing play card. Play it and then just win the game. Well, yeah, yeah. Revel and Riches, <laughs> Brass's bounty, and this guy is pretty much a game winner at that point. Like, yeah. you just 
you know, yeah. you, you play Final Fortune and win the fucking game at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'll create 14 treasure, use two of them to take another turn, I lose the end of next turn, but I guess I win the game yeah. on my upkeep. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of fun you can have, but what I, I like is that it could just be a complete whiff. Yeah. And that you'll be constantly being like, You'll be like, I should play it. No, wait. And then someone will blow up all the artifacts. And you'll be like, damn it, I missed my chance. But in all honesty, this is legitimately like a, a must-have in a red deck. If you if yeah. you, there's one card in the red to get into this... But then like proper red, it it's is probably this. better in red, like splashed-in decks. <laughs> probably not as good in just pure red decks. Uh, you know what? I see you playing it as much in pure red as anything because you don't have any ramp apart from artifacts in pure red. Like you're, no. y- you don't, you don't get to bring out extra lands. This is extra. You got faithless looting. Would you make fun of me for playing? <laughs> Everybody. Uh, <laughs> that says how desperate you are. You have to play faithless looting. That's what looting. I mean. So this would, I mean, if someone has four artifacts, if there's four between all my opponents and I have that in oh, hand, man. I am playing that card. You should. That's red. You get four treasures. You double red. your mana. Yeah, exactly. And red's the type of turn where you want to just do that to just win. Yeah. Like, if I put that in Zada, and I play it when you have four, <laughs> oh, man, I done. win the game at that point. Like, it's over. You're done. There's no coming back from just that. Just that extra little, it's like, seething song, I won the, the game. Just the bump. Just yeah. the one bump, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's super good. And the I, other one you have checked off the here two, is the... The two other ones are just fun, I think. Backdrop Hellkite, which is like... Uh, uh, four four flames, but if you get the attack, it's a flyer. But when you attack, your stuff gains flashback in your graveyard. Um, so the advantage is like past and flames. Big problem is you have to pay for it and then pay stuff. This one, if you can get the attack off on the next turn because no one killed it, uh, you get a free start. So you have all your mana. Yeah. Which then with the extortionist, if you have a bunch of mana, you can go crazy. Well, the extortionist plus the this guy, the backdraft is pretty good. Yeah. Backdraft's only a five drop. I thought it was a seven. No, I mean, it's a 4-4 four, four flyer for 5, which isn't terrible on its own. And, I mean, you have at least three haste enablers in mono red that I can oh, think of right now. Like, just top of my head. three. Well, just top of my head. Fervor. Like, Everything fervor. has haste. Fervor. No, way that's mass hysteria. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the mass, one you shouldn't yeah, play. Yeah. Uh, even, hammer Perforos. Hammer Perforos, Anger, even Fervor's fine. You know, yeah. you want to give everyone haste, that's cool. You, it's, it's essentially yeah. a two-drop Concordant Crossroads. It's, it's a one. I think it's. I think it's two, isn't? No, I think it's is literally it Concordant Crossroads. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, the for like a Concordant buck. Crossroads is you play it and then you play Craterhoof and just win, so no one gets the yeah. event. Mass Hysteria doesn't have that second piece. No, true. <laughs> there's no like then I play this and win the game. Yeah, true. Well, red should. I mean, you just drop a dragon, and win. but uh, <laughs> but the uh, yeah. So this guy right here, you know, if you drop him out and you still have enough left to cast and you have haste, that's fine. But otherwise. The problem with him is that he sort of sits around for a turn yeah, and hopes he doesn't die. That's the problem. Right. And if you do get the attack, then he's really just a pass in flames again. Yeah, There's you're not really caring. Like, he's a second turn pass yeah. in flames. The other one, I agree, this card is really this fun. Is so good. And it follows up in our, I think, episode 8 or 9. The Land Destruction. Land I think destruction. 7 actually was the episode. This is Land Destruction. It's late in the game, but I think it's Land Destruction done right. And so I think... <sighs> It's a super cool card. It's a seven drop. Laugh, yep. And you'll completely change the dynamic of the game because people will try not you to. You know be what the, the best part about this card is? It says haste. Oh, yeah. You just drop it and you crush so, it with an 8-5. It's called <laughs> Tectonic Hellion. It's a seven drop, five and two red haste, 8-5. Yep. Whenever it attacks, each player who controls the most lands sacks two of them. It could be you. It could be anyone. It Who knows? <laughs> Who knows at that point? Someone could ghost corner the shit into someone else and now you're on top. Yeah. Like, 
There are so many ways this could break sideways, which is why I love red. Again, Again the, red done be, right. Yeah, it should be powerful, but completely inconsistent. This is <laughs> legitimately gamble at seven drop. You're just like yeah. swing and hope I don't have the most. Oh, uh, you yeah. did something more now. I have the most. I had the most, but if I sack two, then I don't have yeah. the most next time. Exactly. So I was just like... <laughs> so it's like, play a land, and you're like, you have the most land. Damn Boom. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's not gonna... You're not gonna see someone win a, a major tournament with this card, but you're gonna have a lot of fun when you drop it, and to be fair, at the end of the day, you play this three games, three different people will have fun with this card. Like, it's a good card, and everyone will laugh. Yes, Maybe not exactly. the time it happens, but the next time they'll laugh. The person laugh. who keep ramped out like crazy and has a ton of land, yeah, and you just he won't keep laugh. It, he will laugh. The other two people will though. And then the next attack phase, he will laugh because you'll be the target. Yeah. Like, it won't even matter at that point. Yeah, no, I think. And I feel awesome. in true red way, you just keep swinging with this creature. You don't oh, stop. Like, no, you, don't no, you stop. can be the target, and you're like, I don't care. You just go. Just, just get it done. Yeah, That's how red works. Don't think things through. No, no, you don't think about it. Uh, we're gonna move on to green now. Yep. So, uh, to be fair, I found green to have some of the least. Uh, the, they had some of the best cards, but the, the least the amount that mattered. Fight Club Dinosaur is funny once you figure out what the hell it does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it just comes to play in fights till it either kills everything or dies. Which it will die, I mean, <laughs> I at mean, the end of the day. Presumably. Uh, the, the Frost Fang was kind of funny, the Death Touch thing, but again, sure. I just run I just run Leah's uh, bow. Like, I don't know yeah. why I'd run that. But the two I did want to talk about was the uh, Road of Return and the Celestia Eulogist. So Road of Return is a sorcery for two green. You get to choose one. Uh, return take a permanent card from your graveyard to your hand or put your commander into your hand from the command zone. It has entwined two, so for four you can do both. Yeah. The cool thing about that, though, is that it kind of just jumps past that point where you need the commander payment for one go. So for something like Galta, where you're just under... You know? Yeah. You could just do that. Yeah, if you can get into your hand when you're like, man, people have killed it, and I, I have yeah. eight mana, but I need ten. Well, the turn before, put it in your hand. Exactly. Um, otherwise, it sort of just negates itself. Well, I mean, you, you pay two to bypass the No, but if, if, if Galt has died four times, she costs eight extra. Right. Once it's in your you hand, it costs two, nothing. Yeah, on the turn it's, it's a much late yeah. game. And then the other one is just get a permanent back, which is always good for two. It's for, literally, for four, it's a really good card. Yeah. Turn a permanent to your hand from your graveyard, and then put your commander from your hand uh, to your hand from the command zone. That's just a really good card, in my mind. Yeah, it's a solid one. And the other one I actually hadn't seen before, because apparently I didn't pay much attention. Celestia, you'll just as a 3-3 three, three for 3, which is already good. Yep. And for 2 and a green, exile target creature card from a graveyard, and then populate. Yeah, so, and it doesn't tap... It does not. So you just uh, you just go after the the black player playing everything out of their graveyard. Yeah. Get rid of. Well, you just uh, crush them. Shieldred. Yeah. And then you populate just as icing on the cake just to mock to, them just even sort of further. Because <laughs> I was thinking it was in. like three exile target creature. It's not bad. I mean, night soil similar. I think it's one. Well, night soil is also better because two. it's part of the cost. Yes, night soil. <laughs> so stupid. You cannot respond. Uh, so that's a solid card. Yeah, um, no, it's a good card. I think it's just good. Green. You'll almost always have a creature in the graveyard that you can target. Yeah. So there's someone's like graveyard is... that you can hit. Yeah. There's somebody. It's Even if like... it's just a populate something garbage, just exile that creature and get rid of it. Yeah. But apart from that, I found Green's new cards were kind of underpowered. They're fine. They already but... did things though. Like like I said, the Frostfang already had something that did that. 
Voice of uh, Many, you can draw a couple cards, but not actually that yeah, many. Like, if you're going to use ETBs, it's better. But I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, and so now we're going to go on to Artifacts. And then we'll talk about the Commanders. And we'll talk about the Commanders. But we're not going to talk about all of them, just a couple. Just a couple. So we'll be here forever. Uh, uh, my favorite artifact, honestly, is the uh, the Goad Blade. Oh, the Bloodthirsty Blade. The, the other one. All right. Bloodthirsty uh, Blade, a two-drop equipment. Come on. It doesn't even have an equip cost. You just pay one, and you attach it to someone's thing, and it can't swing at you. Yeah, the creature gets plus two plus one go. Yeah, uh, you can just slap <laughs> it onto someone's big beast and then oh. force them to attack everyone else. Yeah, like I want to stick it on someone's Phyrexian Obliterator and just watch them swing at other people. Yeah, it'd be so good. There's so many great targets. It's amazing. It's just it's a fun card though. Again, like like everyone's gonna have fun because then they're gonna try to convince you to attach it to a different creature because it's a bigger threat. The thing about the and artifacts in this all the time. is that I think all of the ar- artifacts, with the exception of the idol, are hilariously fun. Yeah. So like, the the one I want to talk about, like my sure. favorite artifact maybe <laughs> the, made in the, the game. The unset card. The unset <laughs> card. Aeon Engine, 5-drop, comes into play tapped, tap it, exile it, reverse the game's turn order. You, for the first time ever, yeah. you just say... We're going back. Yeah. Now, this is like, chaos. This is chaos magic. Oh, insanely. And I hear people talk about like, oh, well, that's stupid and you'll lock someone out. And I've had to explain to people, go, here's the thing. If you turn it, because people are like, oh, with Brutaclad or, or Mirrorworks or if you make multiple copies. Yeah. Um, and you have some fun. It's still better than taking an extra turn. In an extra turn, three people don't get to play the game. Yes, yeah. In no, this 100%. one, like one or two get messed up. You can, but not three. So therefore, this is more fair than an extra turn. You can certainly, with Brutaclad, bounce it between two people, but you bounce sure. it. You never sure. get the second so turn. So two people still get to play. Yes. Unlike extra turns, where one gets to play. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually this more card fair than that. is hilarious, and I'm glad Magic finally did this. This is one of the so most confusing. funny cards I've ever seen, where you're just like, it's the most spiteful piece of shit for no game. For no yeah. game. Someone's no, going to no be game. like, I'm going to win next turn. And you're like, well, you won't nope. have your next turn. I mean, it comes into play tapped. Um, uh, you know what? The, the, I mean, the fucking clock gets rid of that. I'm one sure, clock gets rid yeah, of that. Uh, There's so many ways to <laughs> untap an artifact, like Voltaic Key. Yeah. Like, or you just play it, so then... You just are yeah. like, I'm pretty sure you're going to win. Well, it's to have the turn go well, back. You got to turn. You got to turn. And then we're going to reset this clock. Actually, this would be really good in the, the Gruul, uh, just to skip ahead slightly to the legendary, the, the first mace Minotaur. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could just say, like, we're going to just go kill that player. And then, like, I you swing can have and your next you swing. <laughs> and then we go back, so you swing and then I swing, and they're just dead. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's never got a, turn a ridiculous card. And then the other card I want to talk about was the Pendant of Prosperity. Uh, three drop yeah, artifact. One. Uh, enters the battlefield under an opponent's control of your choice. Tap two and tap it. Your opponent does this. Whoever controls it. Yeah, it's super Draw confusing card, to think about. Then you may put a land card from your hand on the battlefield. Pendant of Prosperity's owner draws a card and may put a land from their hand on the battlefield. So you essentially give it to someone and hope for group hug. Yeah, Please I kind of want to get one for my king's deck. Because it's basically the king's trigger. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't know how many people would take me up on the offer. Well, not many. That's the problem. But maybe there's a difference. But it is a fun group talk card. So now we're going to talk about the commanders. Yeah, so what's your favorite commander? Because I know which one you're building. Well, you know which one I'm building. (laughs) I am building uh, Trump's America. Because you've been toying with this deck for a long time. I've been waiting for the proper commander. And now they've given me a wall. In America's color, red, white, and blue has a flyer, defender, 
for one of each. Uh, Pramicon the Sky Rampart, 1-5. As it enters the battlefield, choose left or right. Each player may attack only the nearest opponent in the chosen direction, and Planeswalker is controlled by that opponent. So you just choose which way combat's going to go, left yeah. or right, and that's the way they have to swing. So I hear a lot of people talking about like uh, doing this with like uh, Planeswalkers, like Super Friends, because you just you pick it so the aggro deck next to you can't swing. Can't swing, you, and you just swing the other There's, way. What's cool about this card is there's no specific idea for a build. People are like no. you can play stacks. You can do basically anything. With That's this the card, beauty of All this. you do is slightly distort combat. Yeah, you can still build an aggro deck. You just have to kill the person next to you. But you choose who can't deal with you. In a four-player pod, you just have to cut your way through the next person to get to the next person yeah. in line. Like it's it's one on one. The card's basically useless. It's completely <laughs> terrible. Like as soon as you get to one v one, the card is. Absolutely trash. It's a 1-5 blocker. That's yeah. all it is. It does have flying. Yeah. Which sure. is cool. Again, 1-5 um, blocker. I like it because the thing I liked about last... Okay, look, I keep remembering what commanders. I have an Arithmetist deck. Um, what I liked about last year's magic was that the commanders had weird abilities like ninjutsu and bestow and were a land, yeah. and they did weird ones. This one feels like they forgot to print it last year because they were like, yeah. the wall commander. It well, that's stands a unique out, new thing. There's never been a wall so commander. Much in well, same with that. That like the Aeon Engine must come in that deck. Oh, I I, I can no, I haven't looked at the list. Don't know, but it, it has to because that matches so well. Yeah, uh, we'll reverse turn order. So now the left is like <laughs> you just it's so ridiculous. Yeah, that I I'll do stop feel they the miss one the player punch. who can swing at me from actually swinging because yeah. it'll go back the other go way. Back the other way. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know. Where it came from. Every other general in here has the point, with the exception of what I feel is the biggest tank in the in the, the general set. But everyone else has sort of a fit for where they're going. Yeah. In this their in their set. And this guy is just out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. They're just like, uh, I think what is the, blue, is the is the Jess guy the morph? No, it's a flashback. Flashback. That's not sure. a flashback <laughs> character. Not no. at all. Not even, I that's guess nothing. you could spell slinger because again you control the combat, so you can combo out. Sure. I, sure. But it, it's a stretch to put it into any. It's decks. ridiculous, and I love it. So that's my build. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I went with uh, the one I'm building because I went with the like let's pick a commander that isn't really great and has weird downsides and try to make it work. I'm going to build uh, Rayami First of the Fallen. Oh! Which I realize is just sell from Dragon Ball Z. One blue, green, black. Yeah, it's... 5-4. Uh, Vampire. Uh, if a non-token creature would uh, die, exile it instead and put a blood counter on it. Uh, this card, so this commander, has uh, basically the keywords that, you know, the creature aren't would stupid. Yeah. Uh, like, the keywords they reprint... Um, of the creatures that are uh, exiled with blood counters. Uh, blood t- yeah, blood counters. Blood so it can have flying, it can have first strike, double strike, death touch, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, protection, which is the big one, uh, reach, trample, and vigilance. Um, yes. And that's true even if you recast it. So it's like Odric, except Odric's problem was people just kill whatever was giving it the best ability, yeah. and then you just swing. This one, they don't go away. So like I want to like Helm of the Host and... Uh, and make copies of it because my, the copies will have it too. My biggest problem but with the problem is you have to play a bunch of crap creatures that do nothing and yeah, try to kill them. Yeah, and so it's trying to make that work. It's a difficult. Part. It's a getting great closer. Voltron deck though is the problem. Is that Rami- but it's a Voltron deck that has to play creatures, which is why it's bad. You don't have to. You could kill other people's creatures. 
Yes. Now I've thought of that, but the problem is I don't think there's too many. A lot, people don't play a whole lot of keywords. They play equipment well, that give keywords. You know, you can certainly get flying, haste, hex, oh, death touch. Like you're gonna get getting protection half of these, is hard for sure. Protection, menace, a little harder. Reach. Too. You're probably gonna have to put those in yourself. But you, you can't get double strike because there's no double strike in those colors. Oh, you have to kill someone else. You can before. definitely get double strike because you can just put fire shrieker in. There. Yes, you have to. But what I'm saying is, there's no creature in those three colors that has double strike. There's no green creature that has double strike or grants yeah. double strike. That it has to have it. It can't grant it. That's the thing. Oh, it has to true. be on. It can't be like ferocious if you have a creature with power four greater because then it doesn't have it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. ones that are like. Um, there's like a delve black one that like if you delve away a card that had double strike it has double strike but it doesn't have yeah, double but, strike uh, okay. so it can't work so it's a weird one um i think it's gonna be fun it will be yep. but it, it's definitely not easy i spent like three weeks trying to figure it out and i don't quite have it figured out <laughs> let's give me a challenge uh i think that the 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 biggest elephant in the room that we should talk about is probably the Rakdos general that I feel that people are underestimating at this moment. Well, I mean, the biggest elephant is the one we already skipped over, but we'll come back to it again. Yeah. Yes, you're a big fan of Greven. Yes. Because Greven is Predator an absolute tank. He, this man is and, a beast. And it's selling for like $3 because like nobody Pick him seems up now. to care. This is going to be a monster Rakdos. He's a 5-drop, five 5-5 five with Menace. Uh, Greven... Predator Captain gets plus X plus O, where X is the amount of life you've lost this turn. That's not hard with Red Black to lose no, as much life as you want. It's uh, getting it back is the challenge. When it attacks, you may sacrifice another creature. If you do, you draw cards equal to that creature's power, and you lose life equal to that creature's toughness. Yeah, so it has a draw engine. It has its own pump for this creatures. This is a fucking sick general. Like, this guy is yeah, a monster. Yeah, we're discussing, like, Necropotence. Hatred, how much life kills you, I think and you put, draw all those cards. Yeah, Fire Covenant, I think, was one yeah, of the Yeah, Fire Covenant, the Covenant I, I was uh, There's like a 6-1 or 7-1 zombie crocodile, so you just sack it, gain 6, lose 1, uh, like what the... Like, was it this Wall of Blood, where you just wall play one blood, life? Yeah, play one life to make it bigger? Like, yeah, it's, it's just like it, hatred... For everything, yeah, just pay life. Actually, wall blood I think someone. bumps the other side. It bumps its toughness, which is what you don't want. You lose life equal to its. Toughness. Sure, but you have to pay life to do it, so you lose life and thus just make it oh, bigger, I see what you mean. bigger you just and bigger. You're just trying to get yourself as close to the <laughs> sure. edge. I'm saying it's a way to just like without mana pump him. Oh, he's he's a he's a beast. I think that this is like a I think beast. he's being ignored though because the other three commanders in the set are like combo, just complete jank engines. They are combo, and but he's I think just that like a straightforward, just like swing at you and kill you, and people just haven't paid attention. If to you're that. sitting on a four person pod and the other three generals and him are at that pod, he wins six times out of ten. If you just on just. Pumping through your you shit. You give him like, lifelink from Whip of Whip Airbos, of Airbos, uh, uh Basilisk Collar. There's, the there's so many. Lots of Warhammer. There's the fucking... Uh, What's the one if you only control one creature? Although uh, this one sacks creatures, so you might not need that. Uh, but there's also... Uh, you can also run the... What is it? The, the two-drop enchantment that gives it lifelink. And whenever a creature dies, you get plus one, plus one counter. Sure. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Sadistically with one extra. Something anyway, like that. it's... Uh, there's so many ways in black to give something lifelink. Even just giving yeah. it lifelink with the uh, the not tainted strike, but the other side of it. There's a there's another tainted strike style where it's like plus one plus one. Tell we've been drinking because we can't think of can't remember anything. Uh, but the uh, Greven is a beast, and I think he will be at the end of the day. 
I think it's he, menace. He won't be CEDH. You know how gross menace but is? It, no, it's <laughs> disgusting. It's foolish. He's not CEDH, but at no, the end of the day, drop, but. I think for our format that we talk about, the Finite Commander, this yeah. guy tops everything printed in the set. I, I, I would, yeah. Do you think he's the I would say him in the Conclave Exile. That Exile card is ridiculous. The 2-5 guy that populates, he's yeah. stupid. But, uh... Grevin, I think, overall, pound for pound, is a better general than anyone printed. He's a two-color. He's in colors that traditionally get ignored. Yeah. And I said, I think it's ignored for just the janky insanity of the Madness one, the new chainer. Yeah. The new chainer. And the card we're not talking about. New chainer's trash. Uh, He's so weird. So bad. Uh, (laughs) I can't figure the card (laughs) out. It seems like they slapped together a bunch of stuff. Him and just pretended. Him and Tangareth are going to be the ignored generals of the set. Tangareth is a monster, and I know people are already catching on to it. But yeah, (laughs) Revan and Tangareth are straight beasts. Like they are going to kill. Yeah, and they're just like crazy Voltron. Grevin Tang- will Tangerth shock. Tangerth is the one that I like. Uh, he's like the other uncard because yeah. he's close to Party Crasher. First off, can he's a five-five for four, which is sick right away. Yeah, and he can't be multi-blocked. You can't be blocked by more than one creature. So you give him menace, and he can't be blocked. Yeah, and when an opponent attacks with one or more creatures, if Tangarth is tapped, you may have that opponent gain control of Tangarth. If you do, choose a player planeswalker that opponent is attacking, and they attack that person. It's just the gang up on some player. Yeah, they don't get control of it though. So no. if you put lifelink on Tangareth, you get everything that yeah, happens. You just get you to get attack life, another you people's You're just combat. like, well, I'll attack with you. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> These two generals are silly good. And I yeah. think that people are kind of missing the point on Grevin. But the thing, like last year, I don't think the generals were super good. They, was like, they were like, okay, planes and they were all strange. Right. So, but even the side ones, like, oh, yeah, I could but, barely think of half but of them. But a third of them were planeswalkers, which meant that we were yeah. cut out of even having... Sort of cool combos. There were only three last year. There's four of these sets. There was and there's a reprinted one. There's so many in this one. Was there only three last year? I can only think of three in each set. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was only three. Yeah, but there's four there's in four each, in each of these. Yeah, yeah. Plus a reprinted one. Yeah. But who cares? Like, Felden's reprinted. But yeah, fuck Felden. No um, I don't know if anyone cares about the actual, like, base set commanders too much. Like, the flashback one, everyone wants to play the in- infinite one. Um, like like the actual like on the box card. The, yeah, the morph one's okay. People will play that. Just so play. far from what I've been hearing, what we said last year, which is morph is just a mechanic no one can play. Before. Yes, flashback isn't a new one. Yeah, populate's interesting just because it added new color to populate. And madness is terrible no matter how you play it. Like, well, madness is janky combo. Madness won in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was draw. only standard that won it. It never actually got past or type two or whatever it was called back then. Madness, when it came out, was not... It was a niche, and it happened, and then it was done. Like, I don't think it's ever found its way into any other format, to my knowledge. Well, maybe people can make it work now. Yeah, I don't think uh, so. Should we talk about the card that we've now three times not talked about? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we already complained about it last time, or two weeks the ago. The mono-black, generally. The mono-black, Phyrexian mana one. Mm, and Son of Yogmoth. No one should play it in Finite Commander. No. I, is it a good commander in our playstyle? It's good. Yeah. Can you play it without going infinite? Oh, yeah. Okay. You can win on turn five. Uh, four, I think it was. Without going infinite? Yep. Yeah. So What's just, the combo? Uh, I've drank too many beer for that. It involves Doomsday, though. Well, usually, yes. So it's there, there's two cards. So there's Doomsday, and there's another black card that draws you four cards for half your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. So those Which two. seems terrible, but like... Is in it? this, though, it's wretchedly overpowered. If you don't plan on having another turn, it's amazing. Yeah. So even, there was three of us that sat around a table and worked it out, so even without 
counting what we had in our hand. Like, if our hand was empty, we got there on turn five, and you died. Yeah, this is where, like, the... We're, we're talking about that of, like, uh, the CDH. Why do you bother attacking? Yeah. And it's basically just to knock Black's life total down so they can't do so things like Necropone. Yeah. And in this case, it'll be, you have to attack this guy because if you have 40 life as a resource, you've got 39, well, I guess so in this case, 38 the life problem to with use this as guy mana is that before you die. It doesn't matter how much you knock him down. So because both of those half your life, it doesn't matter whether you're at... 40 or 20 Sure, but 10. if you can stop them from casting them to begin with. Yeah, that's the key, is that you have to knock them down. Below. So much that they don't get the free mana it's, to cast stuff. You have to get below 10. If they're still at 10, they go. Yeah. Uh, if they're above, if they're below 10, they cannot do the yeah. cast. Because Doomsday costs too much, and so does the other guy. It's gross. It's the it's most terrible. expensive card in the set. And don't play it. It'll be like playing Urza, where everyone will just want to kill you, and maybe you can get through yeah. it, but no one's going to want to play against you either. Except you're going to have less responses, because is in blue, so sure, at least you can yeah. stop people from doing shit. In black, you're just going to watch yourself die. You're just going to... Yeah. Doomblade. Oh, he's got Greaves on. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. You just... It's not going to be fun to play against, but at the end of the day, it's also going to be super frustrating to play as. Sure, yeah. There's going to be too many responses from everyone once you start going off. Yeah, everyone's going to okay. be saving everything for you. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend playing it. No. Uh, how many new people do you think will play it? Because we talked about this in like episode one of like when you're starting, don't play the big crazy yeah. general. He's a, everyone will kill you before you get to play. I would rather see a new player play Urza than this. Because a new player will, will get more frustrated by playing this guy because there's no way to respond to what's happening. Sure. Right. At least in Urza, if you're a new player, you can at least counter a spell and be like, well, that's a cool mechanic. In black, there's no response. You're just going to die. Like, I feel like a new player playing this would just definitely just bleed themselves to death accidentally. You would. I feel even experienced like, players would. Go to would, two, uh, yeah. fizzle out past turn. The thing about it is that even experienced players will just push that envelope, right? You just, You'd you'll, be so tempted. You'll be on the brink every time because you can't drop them until turn four without ramp. You're in mono blacks. So you're not ramping yeah. any mana. So you're hoping for a soul ring or something stupid like that. Uh, and then if it's turn four when you drop me, you've already been hit a few times. So you're on that brink of desperation. Because yeah. you're uh, going to die. I realize we forgot in Greven, you have to play Bola Citadel. You have to play Bola Citadel. Because you just, every black <laughs> you just pay life to get free stuff and make your commander bigger. Yeah. What the hell? Bola Citadel is kind of stupid in, uh, in that. Phyrexian <laughs> Arena is an auto add in Greven because sure, it's an no, immediate plus, plus one. one. Yeah. Uh, anything that will just lose you life at the beginning of your turn, put it in. Yeah, my Mogus deck would really just, like, I'd come second, because Graven's not killing Mogus, when it's like, would you like to take two? Would you like to draw and take another? Would you, You'd be like, sure. I'm going to take damage, and I'm going to swing at this guy for 12, or whatever the hell it's going to be. Like, it's... Mogus and Graven are going to be best friends. Mm. But like you said, but you're like, going to be Mogus second place. Yeah. Mogus is going to die to that. Oh, one eventually. shot is yeah. just going to get quick. Um, we'll move on. This is going to be the longest episode ever. I um, feel, yeah. Because we still have so much to get through here. It is um, true. So we'll move on to the, the Gruul deck. So we were sent an email from a guy to uh, look over his Grand Warlord Rada deck. Should we say it properly? I think we got the email through the guy's friend. Not yes, the guy's it wasn't the guy specifically. So this is a call out to someone we don't know the name of. No. From someone we, we don't uh, know the name of. We know who said, help my buddy... <laughs> With his, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good is this deck? Uh, it's at a 3. <laughs> I'd say like 4. Yeah. It's, 
It's got all the big cards you'd play in Gruel, but yes, absolutely no focus. So the trigger of it is that it's, it seems to be going in, in my opinion, anyway, it's going in two directions at once. So what I figure we do is we just break it down by what it is, like Artifact, Sorcery, Instant, and then we'll quickly talk about what it is. So Sure. The problem with this deck is that with Rada, you have to kind of pick where you want to go. Yeah, so Rada's, I don't even know, a 3 or 4 3 drop? 4. It's a 3 4 for 4. Okay. Uh, Whenever a creature attacks, you add a green or a or red to your mana choice. pool that doesn't empty. Doesn't empty till the end of turn. Yeah. So the point usually is to swing with as many creatures as possible, make a lot of mana, and then do, do something, something with that. <laughs> so the problem with this deck was that it had all of the producers for extra tokens and extra things, and then did nothing. It doesn't have any way to make tokens. It has Perforos so and Crater Hoof. So for me... Plus, I can tell you have four creatures. I, I leaned into Sapperling. I'll tell you that right sure. now. Sure. I went straight green Sapperling on this. Like I said, that if he's going to lean... Because that's the biggest thing, is it just doesn't have enough... Yeah. Like, the deck, I think, will work as soon as you put in more yeah. token generators. Yeah, drop that's some big missing. creatures and drop in some token generators, and you're good. So yeah. the first thing I noticed as soon as we got the list is that it had five artifacts on the list. Three of them were equipment, two were rocks. Yeah. Soul Ring Manolith, first off, Manolith, we have a reason. <laughs> There's a reason we strictly say strictly better strictly Manolith. There is a lot of cards that are strictly better Manolith. You can drop a Chromatic Lantern there, which is your best choice for three, I'd say. Mana Geode. Uh, Mana Geode is your second best choice. Anything, anything. Even the Searchlight that allows another player to get the mana is better is because better. sometimes you'll make a friend with yes. this. Yes. <laughs> But Manolith is your worst choice. Um, and then I would definitely want to put in a Thran Dynamo, Hedron Archive, at least. Well, that was the reprint we forgot to The reprint. About. Hedron Archive got reprinted. Yes. Uh, Brian tells me it has very rarely been reprinted. It's only been reprinted the last two commander sets and Battle for Zendikar. Dreamstone Hedron's been reprinted like a million times for no good reason. Yeah, so that was the reprint Brian was excited for. Lightning Grease, Swift of Boots, Sword of Feast of Famine. They're all solid. Keep them all. Sword of Feast or Famine is weird in a green deck, but at the end of the day, it's not weird because it's such a great card. Yeah, I mean, technically, you should be generating enough mana that you don't care to yeah, do it, but... It's a strange one. I'd almost put maybe War and Peace in or Fire and Ice over that because you don't need the mana, but you might yeah. want the protection. Right? Yeah, So, like, possible. red protection, blue protection, white. White protection's amazing. Yes, because that's where you get spot removed. Exactly. All the time. <laughs> uh, but you definitely want two or three more rocks in here, I'd say. That's way too Yeah, low. we talked about that. That yeah. I always play sort of like ten cards that ramp. Yeah. Is usually what I go for. Now, technically, your general causes ramp, but you want that. But otherwise, you're just left in the dust, and you're just well, trying to land. And if you don't have enough rocks to, like... First off, rocks, in my mind, will distract removal. So if I have a Thran Dynamo, and then I have oh, a yeah. Sweet Enchantment... <laughs> There's a there's a really good chance they're gonna target that Thran Dynamo because people hate mana. But if I got like a you know they cast a Naturalize and I got Rhystic Study and Thran Dynamo, they're sweating over that choice. Yeah, and you're like, well, I mean, I'd like to keep both, but I'd rather keep I'd one of them. Rather <laughs> keep the Rhystic Study. Like the Enchantment is pretty much always the choice yeah. over Ramp because one one once the Ramp hits, it's done. Like unless it's the very next turn, they've already gotten their value. No. Uh, second, that rock can only do one thing. If that's a draw card, like Rhystic Study especially, oh. they can do anything with that. Could they could draw be a card. Fuck, they could yeah. win the game. They could draw the, the Hadron Archive. <laughs> they could draw Hadron. They could draw Soul Ring. Uh, um, if you got the money, of course, like Mana Crypt, Mana, you know, those things no. are obviously... No. 
But, you uh, just shouldn't play Mana Crypt. Well, Mana Vault. Soul Ring's just as bad. Except Soul Ring costs $5. I'm and saying everyone if you has have the one, money. So you can't complain when someone drops it. You should if complain. Someone that. drops a Mana Crypt. You should complain. Soul Ring. Everyone should immediately swing at the Mana Crypt guy. I am of the opinion that cards that produce positive mana should not be in Magic. Fair. If you cost <laughs> less than what you produce, I don't feel you should be there. That's I an mean, argument for That's day. probably a fair, uh, fair, fair. So statement. when we go on to the sorceries, is the next. Yeah, uh, there's a couple ramp, a couple weird cult- ones. Cultivate and Sky Shroud clans. So he has Sky Shroud, Cultivate, uh, but then it kind of went towards like. There's a faceless looting you don't like. Faceless looting, I just don't like as a commander card. Boundless realms. Could see that because really, it's not really ramped though. At that point, seven mana, you're. You're just getting you further get off ahead. the creatures, but the problem is if you're triggering off the creatures, you don't have the lands to really get it. Uh, a better one I wrote down is, uh, I think it's Second Harvest. Yes. Where you get a basic land for every tapped creature you, you have. have. Yeah. So after the you swing. Can, yeah, after the cast. swing, you swing, you get all the mana, whatever And wins, I believe it only costs like, three. It does cost three. Um, it also costs like a dollar to buy. Um, you could get like ten, whereas Boundless Realms isn't going to get you that many. So in my build, that is true though. I did not even think about that card, but that is a way better card than, than Balanced Realms. Yeah. I took out the Blaze, the Carvix Torch, Disintegrate. I took out all of your X spells, and Except I put the, in. There's bigger ones later. So JSM Lightning Blast, I feel, should be in because it's an alternate wind condition. That's the Wind Con, right? or Comet Storm is the other wind. Yeah, con. like these are the alternates when your creatures don't get through. Because mine Fireball, is creature if focused. Playing it wrong. Stop it. <laughs> uh, it's a classic card. So he only had Sky Shroud Claim and Cultivate as his ramp. So I put in Kadamas Reach. Yep. And Sylvan Scrying. Search for any land. Because then you might want to get a non-basic, right? Sure. Uh, I mean, at this point, this trying deck... Trying to think of which one you'd get in Well, group, you could... You could I always get Keswick Wolf Run, but in this deck, that doesn't matter. But you could run, like, uh, well, no. Mikukaro. Actually, no. Keswick Wolf the... Run would be good, because if you generate Kessig's all the mana amazing. on the attack, yeah. you just pump whatever didn't get blocked. Yeah, you generate you definitely should on put... the attack. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay. Never mind, you should play Keswick yeah. Wolf Run in this deck. Keswick Wolf <laughs> Run is definitely a play. Um, what's the draw one? Everyone draws one. Mikakoro. Yeah, so Mikakoro, another one that you probably sure. could Sylvan Library. There's not a lot of drawn green red, uh, unless you're running Sylvan Library, which, which I didn't see on the land, but sure. Uh, I'm just saying, there's not a lot of draw <laughs> in general. Yes. Calm down. Yeah. We're running Faithless Looting because it's terrible. Um, <laughs> Triumph of the Hordes, obvious. Uh, Pretty shitty wing condition, but yeah, keep it. Sure. Relentless Assault, also keep it. Again, not a huge uh, fan. One of mine was that you should put more. Extra, uh, more extra combat. Yeah, I put a couple. There's like I the put one aggravated you, assault in as yeah. one of my choices later, but don't yeah. put in like seize the day where it's only one. But the ones that do it, there's the hellkite that does it. There's a there's a couple. Like there's the keep three one. It's like yeah. a seven, but if you exile two red cards, yeah, because you just generate so much mana. And again, if you swing and you just generate the mana, well, first of all, anyway. you might go infinite, but uh, that's your first problem with some of these. But there's a couple you should put in. Yeah. And then a Goblin Offensive I kept in because it's a fun card. Yes, and uh, my note for, because you went Sapperling, was you should put things like, uh, I talked about this with my uh, Omnath deck, um, where are they, Firecats Blitz and Temple of Vengeance? Yeah. Because you just recoup that mana. Yeah. So you could pump whatever into Firecats Blitz and then just get it back. Yeah. So it's technically free. Pretty much. Uh, and then if you can go extra turns, you're actually, or extra combats, so you're doing pretty well. So I'd put those in just to get that tokens yeah. out there. Just why not? Um, 
And then he had a, it, it, the deck had a, a pretty good run of instants. There were a few that I got rid of. I mean, he liked to use Battlestorm, Comet Storm, Battle Him, Comet Storm, Repeated Reverberation. Red Elemental Blast, I felt either you're going to go all the way, so you're going to use Pyro Blast here, or you're not going to use either. Don't use just one. Yeah, I mean, it's your main counter, but I don't know if there's enough times to do it. No. Court of Calling, Court of, I don't know what you search for. Court of Calling, you would only want to do it... To get Perforos? I guess. That's Crater it. Hoof, I guess. Uh, it's another question mark. Signal the Clans shared summons are fun, because Signal the Clans, for me, is you get the three cards that are different named. So what you go and get, you only get to keep one of them. So what right. you do is you go get the new Ronus. Right. Uh, Crater Hoof. Crater Hoof. And... They're raised boards. Those forerunners right. that give everything. So no matter what they pick, they're fucked when it happens. So <laughs> sure. like, which one do you want? Crater is probably the worst, but the other one's giving them vigilance and the bonuses. So you're like, either they stay untapped and swing, or they're huge and swing. Yeah. Your choice. Yeah, that's fair. And shared summons the same thing. You get two. So. Yeah, you get to go get two, and you just get the two best at that point. Yeah. Aggravated Assault, you just keep coming. Yeah, it's where you go infinite. Chaos Warp is legitimately a power from Beast Within. You're only fucking. Yeah, was removal. Beast Within in here? I, no, I made but a it note. Should that be, you gotta yeah. put Beast Within in because there's not a whole lot of removal listed. Here. Destructive Revelry, I'm a pretty big fan of. Fan of Re- that's Revelry. the, that's the destroyed artifact. All they artifacts. Take oh, sorry, it's that one. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking the one that makes centaurs. No, um, yeah, you're right about that. Uh, Worldly Tutor is just amazing, no matter what. It should yep. be in pretty much every green deck. Artifact mutation I put in because I was leaning into this. Makes a sapper. Sapper Yeah, that's a good way to get, uh, while you destroy something and get saperlings, so that's good. The enchantments, he had some really good ones. Warstorm Surge, Impact Tremors, Parallel Lives, Furnace of Wrath, Deltling Season, all those. Uh, Feed the Pack, I kind of left on the border. I don't know that one. Uh, Sack a Creature Gain X Wolves, where X is its casting cost, I believe. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Okay. It's only good if you're if you're got creatures out. If your to- tokens are it, they suck. Sure. Night soil though, I replace sapling burst with night soil because sapling burst. We were sucks. just talking about that. The night soil, it's part of the cost, so they can't respond to the yes. exiling it, and they're probably gonna have a creature, and they'll hate you, and you're getting sapling. Yes. And then he had quest for pure flames, which is not a good card. No, and I put in ones. Yeah, I put in fungal plots, which just lets you continually produce off of your own graveyard. Sure. Uh, Planeswalker, you Garrick Wildspeaker, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, you Gutter Snipe in there, Chancellor of the Forge, Rasheen Meanderer. There's not enough instant sorceries for Gutter Snipe, is there? That's why, yeah. Yeah. So I replaced Gutter Snipe with Elvish Farmer because he, its first ability is building up stupid fungus counters, who cares? Second ability, though, is you could sack a fungus to gain two life. Okay, sure, when someone tries to board wipe. If yeah. To I took out Chancellor of the Forge, put in Jade Mage, which just literally produces. Sapperlings for three. Sure. But if you doubling season for three, you get two. Uh, I took out Rasheen Meander to put in Michael Loth, which is another Sapperling producer. Yep. Uh, and then my Totic Slimy head in, I put in Nemata instead. Don't know more Nemata expensive. Either. Nemata produces a Sapperling return, and all Sapperlings get plus one plus one. Uh, okay. I took out. There's the Ascend one. Is that in there? I can't. Remember yes, that's the Tender Shoot Dread. Okay, you have that listed yeah. there. Yeah, because that's the one where every upkeep. That's the big you get thing. one, and they get plus two plus two if you yeah, have, have Ascend, which isn't that hard. To it's a five down. drop. You're gonna have Ascend. <laughs> yeah. Thelonite uh, Hermit gives all your creatures plus one, all your Sapperlings plus one, and plus one and produces them. Spore Mound gives yeah. a bunch of Sapperlings out, and Ulash the Hate Seed. Sure, yeah, you can devour and keep making things. But then there's, like, he has, uh, like, Galta. I don't know why you play Galta in this deck. Galta, I'd solely Technically, put it in. Technically, it's for just... free, but 
I, I don't. Yeah, it's know a two-drop thirteen-thirteen in my mind. I, sure, but what are you gonna? It gets to one man. I, I don't know. It gets to one man, but it's also a thirteen-thirteen trample. It's a pretty huge threat. It's a twelve-twelve. Twelve-twelve. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Uh, if sure, that's a, along with tender shoot dried, for example, which one do you kill? The tender shoot, of course. But now you have a twelve. I guess trample. so. Maybe like, it's a giant threat for nothing at that point. You know. All right. Sure. Uh, I, I don't. His mana base should have been a bit higher. I would run forty mana probably in this. Really? Because I was thinking he's got thirty-seven, and I thought that was too much because he's generating. No, I'd so run a much. lot more non-basic, like like just sort of value lands. Like I said, like Mikakoro, Garrett Sanitarium. I'd run things to just draw because there's no drawing. Yeah, here. I guess I was just thinking that when the deck makes mana off creatures, the last thing you want to do is just keep top decking lands. There's a the problem is so many there's a lot of giant deck. creatures. So like. He, we didn't go over everything, but he has. But he had, like, you know, Terastodon, uh, Crater yeah. Hoof, you know, Soul's Endicar. Things that require a lot of mana pre-combat. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. So, but I just think that if you're top-decking lands in this deck, you are dead. Well, that's why you need to draw. So in my mind, like, Mikakoro, <laughs> sure. Staff of Nin, maybe. Yeah. Sylvan um, Library. Like, the, the odd part is that there's no Sylvan Library in here. It's like... With this, yeah, which you normally say, well, because the card's super expensive, but there's other cards in this deck that you have a creator of that's more expensive exactly. than a Sylvan Library. Yeah, I, I would put definitely like, I mean, if you're ever running Rata, you need to put these cards in there. Like uh, other ones, I thought would be good um, if you went less with the instance. I guess uh, Genesis Wave would be good with all oh, your yeah. mana. Uh, you should try to get haste. Uh, with some of these creatures. So there's easy ways to do that with like Rhythm of the Wild or Ogre Battle Driver. If you can drop... Because then you just get the mana back when you swing, right? Um, Ogre uh, Battle Driver is one of the sickest cards Red's ever had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's an enchantment that does it, but it costs one more. Uh, oh, yeah. Something of the war. Uh, a Dolmen Gate you should get where your creatures don't take combat damage because then you can just swing with oh out, yeah 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 out and everything everything yeah. dies well like i said with the raised bore forerunners you can drop that other creatures get vigilance plus two plus two all of a sudden you can swing with that out yeah take nothing uh he had the charioteers on there which i thought was a really good play if you were running like the kenra charioteer gives all your creatures trample okay but you need to actually oh, yeah, that buff them so it's only good when crater hook drops in his sure. build but if you're running sapperlings with a bunch of boosters, like I have plus six to every sapperling in here. Right. Well, seven sevens, if everything's out. Would so. you play Coat of Arms? No, I never. I never <laughs> play Coat of Arms. So as a rule, though, like in any deck, I have a Goblin Tribal deck that produces 100 Goblins on a turn. I will not play Coat of Arms ever. That I would say Coat of Arms, you play, and you attack, and if you... If don't win, win the game, you, you die. completely screwed up. You die, you're dead. Like, it's it's such a bad play. It, you have to win the game the immediately afterwards. Because yep. the, the the odds of you playing in a four-player pod with no one else playing any sort of tribal is really crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, another one I thought would be might be interesting was Throne of the God Pharaoh. So at the, good. At the end of your turn, yeah. uh, for every tap creature you have, your opponents lose two life. One life per. One life per. Um, that'll just get out of hand again if you have Dolmen Gate and you can just keep attacking. So yeah. things like that, like I was trying to look at, uh, and I said the extra combat steps and then second harvest were sort of my other ones. Of just like how to look at, I have tons of creatures, how can I maximize yeah. this? 
Um, how the can thing, I get the best value? The other thing you can put in here too is Neheb, the Eternal. Right, because I could oh, you get so much mana. You would that. get that. that normally, point. what you do with this guy is you make so much mana, and then you just immolating Inferno or Comet Storm and win. Yeah, that's really your goal. So if Neheb you're would allow go, you to do that with a bunch. Of if you're gonna go X spell, you go Neheb. You have to put yeah. Neheb in there because then all of a sudden you have a monstrous amount of mana. Like yeah. that's a that's a first swing kill. Like you swing once, you'll probably win the game right there. Yeah. How much did I get through four on all of you guys? Thirty-four. Cool. Uh, JS for sixty. Like yeah, yeah. So that's basically uh, all. The big one was just a couple little sort of. Hey, this is just a little bit helpful, and the other one is just uh, pick the theme. And this yeah. one just didn't have one. You and you say to. I'm going to theme it as getting token sapperlings. Sure, but in its current build, it's missing like what? Like there was a goblin offensive and the the creature that makes goblins. Yeah. For each creature you had, but like, again, the the current list was like most of the time you probably have three or four creatures out, and really you want ten. The problem with the current list was that there was a monstrous amount of threats with no way to synergize it. So yeah, you would drop one of them and then you'd be killed because you had no way to synergize your deck. Yeah, it's like it's like gruel good stuff. Yeah, but in a commander that doesn't want that. No. This commander actually wants to avoid that till it wins. Yeah. It doesn't want to draw the attention. Like, it, you know, in its pure form, you would probably just drop, like, mana dork bullshit and then swing with the tokens <laughs> that you don't care about. Sure. Or, like, your uh, fire cats that die at the end of the turn where you're like, oh. swing. They die. I don't give a shit. I've produced yeah. that mana. Now I'm going to do shit. And I get a bit of damage in on you and I get all the mana back. Yeah. So all I did was get free damage. Free damage. Know. <laughs> and then you would just, so, like, what I'm doing here is sort of building, like, in my mind, it would be, like, a more s- sustainable, like, right. saplings would stay. So, right. So then you can go, uh, you can go Firecats and Ashnod's Altar. So as soon you as swing, you drop, if you have get a, all the mana, anything that doesn't... If you have a doubling oh, season... Oh, because the, you'd and, have, they'd have to survive the combat, though. Yeah, and if you have a doubling altar. season and an Ulash out... And you have an Ashnod's Altar... play, there's a green enchantment where mana doesn't... Ever go empty. away empty? Play that. Well, the other side and you're playing the most dangerous thing. I didn't thing want to put possible. on this at all. Was you just play Helix Pinnacle? Sure, I just yeah. win the game. Okay. You just win the game. You know, you just win. <laughs> That's true. Helix Pinnacle. Just put a hundred mana. In yeah, yeah. You just like swing uh, with twenty saplings. Put twenty mana in there. Swing with twenty saplings. <laughs> put twenty mana. Like you just win at that point, right? Sure. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I didn't the, well, want. There, there's also the green there. one where, like, if you have like 20 more creatures on your upkeep, you win the game. You could throw that in if you're just looking to yep. squeak out. Squeak out a wins. There's a few like single card alternate win conditions you could certainly put in here. That's why I kept JSM laying blast in here because at the end That's of the day, such a good card. Even if you fail, you can just be like, "Fuck y'all, fireball for 30." <laughs> yeah. Like just. You know, yeah. even if it's not going your way, it's the problem with Rata against other players is that it's an attack trigger, it's not a damage, so as soon as you attack, you get the mana. Yeah. Right? So, you have to respond before they go to combat. Yes. So that yeah. that was our Rata exam, and um, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it was. It had the the thing about this deck. It's is a little that, hard because people can't like see the list. No, and sort of talking no. about. It. So it's more like, what if we just sat down and said, "How should you build the deck?" This is this and is, this sort is of how I feel. Saying. This, if I were to build Grand Rata, this is how I would build Grand Warlord Rata. Yeah, and yeah. we're slightly within. Like, yeah, sure. Like, I would yeah. put Galton. This person did. You've convinced me that it's not terrible. So we're coming out with a strange angle. But same with yeah. It's same just with suggestions same. for Galton. Exactly. Rata. So. Um, our last part was a, an email we got from our first Yeah, panel. I think we're going to skip random commanders here because it's yes. going to take us forever. Uh, so we got a message from uh, Jake 
uh, from somewhere. In Florida. Florida, is that what you concluded? Uh, or uh, in Newfoundland, I don't know. <laughs> NFL or in Florida, I don't know. Yeah, so we, we have no idea. Anyway, uh, we do not know Jake. Uh, he just <laughs> sent us a message saying he's a fan of the show and that he has uh, plays in a playgroup at like lunch. But then this was uh, essentially uh, the question, so I'll just try to read it verbatim here. Um, so it's his, his, his words here. It just sucks at my local playgroup when we meet up and we have to deal with that one player who always impacts the game so much and then scoops the moment he gets focused. Wasting resources on him is a real feel bad uh, when he just scoops and then you don't have enough uh, basically to deal with your... Uh, the other opponents. But if you ignore him, he just stacks and no one has fun. Uh, when we sit shit. for 25 minutes, uh, 25 minute turns, not knowing if he's ever going to win. Uh, we just stopped inviting him to games, but he's a nice guy, slightly different than our situation, <laughs> yes. and enjoys playing magic with us. How would you deal with a problematic player uh, like this in your uh, friend circle? So we sort of have someone who... Before we start this... Does he listen, though, before so we call him out entirely? He doesn't, but also... <laughs> He isn't a terrible person outside of magic. No, but he's really aggressive as a person in magic. Yes, and it's he is. off-putting, yeah. and he yeah. gets salty, yeah. and he gets in your face about it, and it's off-putting. And people who played one game with him will be like, and yeah. like, yeah, I know, he's so Jay, kind of that way. We feel your pain. We have a guy who plays in our circle. He plays at our tournaments. He used to play in our gaming circle, who is worse. So... Uh, he might not scoop, but he is just a toxic. What you're talking about is toxicity. In a yeah, game it's talking about what if you have a player who just is who ruins a gaming circle. Yeah, uh, and this player is occasionally they are good. Some I've played good games, but yes, there's just 100%. like there's like a temper or something that sometimes is just hard to check. There's a trigger that no one knows, and that's the problem is that nobody knows when that trigger is going to happen. Yeah. Right, and I, it sounds like this is the same style where you'll do something to this player, and he just stops. In our in our group, it's a bit different. He he just focuses, and he gets very aggressive and very negative and very toxic. Uh, but regardless of what happens or why, the problem is that you have a toxic player in your group. Yeah, who's ruining it? And I don't know from your perspective, but from mine. Uh, it sounds shitty, but you just killed them. <laughs> yes, we were discussing this while we were reading it, that essentially what we're advocating for is bullying, which sounds terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible thing but to say. It, it's the same thing like when someone plays to a degenerate deck you hate. The yep. only thing you can do is kill them. basically attack them and just make it so that they get frustrated and yep. build a better deck. And you're talking about this, that we have uh, uh, someone who sort of joined us from Legacy, they play Legacy a lot. We're always trying to convince people to join Commander because it's yeah. more fun. And he sort of had like you know the decks of like everything big, everything huge. But he's finally like after like a couple months now he's just like this will be fun. And we're like that deck's probably terrible. But it, you're it's right, gonna be fun. it will be yeah. fun. But it you know there's a lot of like you play him and be like well we got to kill him because otherwise he's going to screw everything up. There's and I'm not going to get to play like he was the one he was one time I played he had um, the fate spinner yeah and every turn he just flicked Ixadron or whatever so yeah. they just turned all your guys down and it was uh, like clearly everyone at the table we have to kill him because yeah. otherwise what do we do yeah we just lose to that this guy you're talking thing. about I I uh, had an enormous starting hand in my. Uh, Boros deck, and I managed to ramp out uh, a Kozilek on turn four, 
and I annihilated his board state. <laughs> okay, now and you're then, just like overkill. Like you well, should be hated out. For well, and that. I was. I, I I ended up winning, but he stole my cause like with a guild drake. Oh right, I remember he, this. Yeah, he, it was at the point where he's like, "Why would you do that?" And he said, "Well, we know what your deck's going to do, and there's nothing fun in there." Yeah, and that was actually the last time he played with that deck, and it was. I feel. I hope it was kind of a turning point. Like he. He played the game. He saw what had happened. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, and it flipped him. But to get back onto our toxic player, there is not. So if you've the first thing you should do is talk to him. If you have a good enough rapport, or if someone in the group yeah, does, tell him he's going to learn some sports. Tell him. Yeah. There's a I certain argue amount. that you shouldn't be allowed to. You could only scoop at sorcery speed. Yeah. Is my argument. Not everyone agrees with in me. In a home game, though, it doesn't matter. Sure. Well, it does when people are like, I get this attack trigger. They're like, I scoop but it, so you don't. Yeah, it's a, That's home, a, it's a home game, play. though. If, if he's talking about plays at home, which I think sure. he hasn't talked about tournaments. Still a with, garbage play. It's though. a piece of shit move, <laughs> but there's no rules dictating what you can and can't do. No, but... Uh, but yeah, in a tournament setting, 100%, I agree that you should not be able to scoop to stop a trigger. Yeah. I've done it because <laughs> well, uh, people we are, are assholes. <laughs> but uh, And I, I do it to stop... Assholes from continuing being assholes. Sure, but and just to get your own asshole out there. You know, I've never actually done it just to be a dick. I've only done it when someone was being a douchebag. Somebody first. please message us and explain the time Brian did it to be a dick. Because I'm sure it happened. <laughs> it never did. Uh, I've never scooped in response to just being a dick. But uh, the you really don't have a choice. If it's been explained or it's been told, uh, you kind of have... There's no middle ground. It's time to go straight to sort of Scorched Earth. You just kill them, force them out of the game as soon as possible, and then if they complain, that's when you explain it again. You're just like, well, we did this because no one wants to play against this. Yeah, we don't like when you take four extra turns yeah. and we all just stare at our and no one's And you don't even win. Like, yeah, that's the worst. The worst part is when people take extra turns or do like a 25-minute <laughs> turn and they turn don't guy. win. Like, oh and you're just God. like, you fucking wasted all of our time. But I I really don't know of any other way to deal with that. No, it's like you have to play. It's we made the like, choice of not inviting you. You have to play. <laughs> sure, you have to play like decks that are fair and fun, and beat them with those decks till yeah. they realize, or you explain to them that the fair and fun decks allow you to play fair and fun magic. Yeah. If you just crush them with equally awful decks, they'll just see it as a challenge, and you'll just all and be they'll just step awful up their games. Um, but if they're like, well, I can never get to do this anymore, and you're yeah. like, well, it's because you're the biggest threat and everyone's tired of watching you. Now, one of our friends had a theory about the fact that the reason uh, one of our friends wanted to start Oathbreaker was that he was hoping that Oathbreaker would trigger sort of the competitive edge and that we could keep Commander casual and then people can build bullshit Oathbreaker because that's pretty much what Oathbreaker. Well, is. I, I think that oh, I think that it's the way to stop people from complaining that planeswalkers should be commanders because oh no, you should never have planeswalkers. <laughs> like the planeswalkers that say they can be commanders should not be commanders. They're they're terrifying. Teferi is a bullshit general. <laughs> it's a bullshit general. <laughs> Someone told me that uh, I mentioned that the price went up and they found theirs and were like, oh, and they're like, so it's like fifty some odd dollars it's because so it's bullshit. They like pulled it out of like a binder that it just yeah. was sitting in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but all of those planeswalkers are just terrifying. Like none of yeah. them are good. The white one's probably the easiest one to deal with. What is it? A uh, fucking uh, Johnny? Is the white? No, no, it's uh, uh, Nahiri. I think Nahiri. Yeah. Yeah. The and she's one. probably the easiest to deal with. 
But, like, Doretti is terrifying. Oh, definitely. But Teferi is terrifying. Yeah. Obnixilis is no fun. Uh, and then <laughs> Freilis is definitely not fun if no, you're running Freilis is awful. Like, so, Oathbreaker alone should break people of wanting commanders. To be That's always my hope. Is it, it's like, but go, go play Oathbreaker. If you want to play competitive stuff. commander, play Oathbreaker. If you if you don't or, want to break your commander, declare that you're playing CEDH, yeah. and everyone knows yeah. that they're supposed to have a mox, and they're supposed to have. I still think a it should be a separate crypt. format. I yeah, I feel like a. I mean, that's we kind of advocate for like here's the line in the sand to yeah. draw, yeah, and everything that doesn't allow infinite is commander, and yeah. everything that does is competitive commander. Yes, but to get but back to the, no line, in the there's sand. no line, which is um, which is where all the not problems, but all the disagreements arise is. There's no line between having fun and being... And the problem is, is that yeah. your fun may not be my fun. But no. the the vast majority of people who aren't into CEDH agree that fun is not comboing off on turn four. <laughs> yes. That's not fun. It's not taking five extra turns and then... If you're into that, winning, though... Winning after everyone do watches that. you. That's fine. But most commander players are not into watching someone go seven minutes in the game, infinite mana, infinite death. Like, yeah. not cool. <laughs> But to get back to your point, sorry there, uh, sorry. Jake. <laughs> Jake. Uh, the uh, the only way to really deal with it is to just sort of either, if you've confronted him and he hasn't responded, you have to deal with him as if he was the worst player at the table and just kill him. <laughs> yeah, just take it as, just hate them out. Yep. Hate them out until they build a deck that you don't want to hate out. One, one day. give it a little slack. You'll, you'll hate them out when they have nothing on the board and they will openly whine about it. And that's when it's your chance to openly tell them. <laughs> About all the times you hated what you they did to you. You don't even have to go that far. You don't have to pull the pass in. Just say, the reason we do it is because of what you're playing. And yeah. then they'll ask why. Because and then, four turns from now, we'll all be locked out yeah. of the game with Winter Orb or Stasis. Or every player at that table. garbage you're about to drop. Yes. Every player at the table can say that. And yeah. then once they see four or five players saying it to them in a home game, they'll either realize it or you can just... You, with a with a non-heavy heart, you can tell them not to come back. Like, you just don't invite them. We don't invite this guy anymore. He does not come. You still there, play with him a little I bit. I do. But, but there are players don't want who to. will not play with him. Like, if I say yeah. he's coming, they won't come. Yeah. And then how do you have a magic game when five out of the seven players won't come? <laughs> it's a little tough. It's a bit but difficult. It, it, it's, it's rough because the person just has to see the light. Sometimes they don't. Do. <laughs> and if they don't see the light, you just have to end it. I'm really worried that this person is going to find this like six months from now. I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> well, that's all we have for tonight. I'm sorry that it was so long. My God, you yeah, guys are going to be asleep by the time it ends. Hour and a half. We'll uh, we'll be back next week with probably some regular stuff. Uh, unless we get sidetracked in. by a bunch of emails again. So if you want to sidetrack us, send us messages at uh, edhrect at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can contact us on Facebook. We have an edhrect facebook page it's wrecked with a w yes w e d h w r e c k e d uh you can also find us on twitter now and uh also you can just of course you know that's it that's where you can get us spotify spotify you can listen to us on spotify we're not on uh itunes yet but we really should get on that because apparently it's up and running now it's the new the new apple the new hotness Whatever. I, I don't do Apple products, so I don't. I kind of forgot it wasn't on there. <laughs> but if you have any decks you'd like to look over, anything you'd yep. like to talk about, shoot us a text. Sounds good, and uh, enjoy Commander 2019, right? It's Whoa, not like next Paris, weekend. it's not a year ahead. Oh, it's next weekend. Yeah. Alright, have a good night, guys. <laughs> See you later. Whoops. Whoops.